0: The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. (laughs) Chester A. Riley is a man who usually agrees with his wife except when they happen to be disagreeing about young Simon Vanderhopper their daughter Babs' boyfriend and the bane of Riley's existence.
1: You were wrong, Riley, and you know it.
0: I was right. I only did my duty as a father.
1: It's not your duty to humiliate your daughter by throwing her boyfriend out of the house.
2: That Simon deserved it. He's a good-for-nothing loafer.
1: Simon's a nice boy.
2: Ah, uh, some boy. 21 years old, and he still eats swiback.
1: <laughs> well, suppose he does.
2: He ate up my whole box. Don't like his tactics.
1: All right, so you don't like him. Is that any reason to throw him out?
2: I had my reason. I was listening when he was alone with Babs in the living room.
1: But you didn't hear anything.
2: That's why I threw him out. (laughs) I don't trust him. Why not? I don't trust any boy who... Who... I don't trust any boy.
1: Why don't you have a little faith in people? When you were caught me, my father trusted you, didn't he?
2: Yeah, but he regrets it to this very day. <laughs> Besides, the boys of today ain't got no respect for girls. The minute they meet one, bingo, they try to kiss her. I didn't kiss you until after we were married.
1: Oh, you forget very easily. What about that time just after we got engaged on that boat ride? Didn't you put your arms around me and kiss me?
2: Oh, well, well that didn't count. I thought it was somebody else. <laughs> What about Simon.
1: Riley, you're wrong, and you might as well admit it. I'm right, and
2: I'll prove it to you in the first
1: place.
2: Oh, I'm going to bed. Now, Peg, you... That's women for you. Just when you're ready to win an argument, they walk out on you.
1: Hiya, Pop. Oh,
2: hello, Junior. Where you been so late?
3: Over at Marilyn's house.
2: Some children I got. A boy who likes girls and a girl who likes boys. (laughs) What's wrong with
3: liking girls? Oh,
2: they're so stubborn. They're always in the right.
3: Had an argument with Mom, huh? Well,
2: it's not exactly an argument. We just had some words among us. Look, look, you told me if I wasn't in the right, Junior. I said... Now, don't drag that... me into this. It's out of my line. Fine state of affairs. A father can't even ask his 13-year-old son for advice.
1: <laughs> Why ask me for advice?
3: Ask Dorothy Fairchild.
2: Dorothy Fair... Oh, the one who writes that column in the paper?
3: Yeah, about family problems and love stuff. Oh,
2: yeah, I read that all the time. I... Well, Junior, that's not a bad idea. Give me a paper and pencil. I'm going to write her about that pet, Simon. Well, don't mention Simon's real name. Don't worry. I got plenty of other names for him. <laughs> and I'll sign it, Worried Father. Now, let's see. Uh, Dear Dorothy Fairchild, I am a father, and I am married to a woman. We have a daughter A girl <laughs> And she likes a boy Who is always hanging around the house And what's more This boy Hey, hey It's in the paper She answered me Look, and she says I'm right
1: I don't care what Dorothy Fairchild says
2: What do you mean you don't care? Babs is your daughter too Don't forget we each got a half interest in her About bad. Okay, but I'm warning you if she ever marries that no good Simon, don't blame my 50%. Oh,
1: I think it's perfectly ridiculous to write to Dorothy Fairchild. Oh,
2: sure, you say it's ridiculous. That's because she says you're wrong. Listen to this Dear worried father, from what you tell me about this case, you are entirely in the right. It is a father's duty to give guidance to his teenage daughter. And judging by your wife's attitude, I would say she is being very short sighted. You see what she says, Peg? You need glasses.
1: That woman could not. Oh,
2: you're just sore because she says I'm right.
1: All right, all right, you're right. You bet
2: I'm right. And from now on, I'm keeping tabs on bed. And she ain't going with that low for Simon. By the way, where is that?
1: Out with Simon.
2: What? Who dared give her permission? I did. Well, we'll skip that.
1: <laughs> where did they go? Oh, they just went dancing at the Palladium.
2: The Palladium? You
1: let... You said...
2: Could you let her go among all those jitterbugs after we spent $200 straightening her teeth out? Well,
4: good
1: night, Simon, and thanks for a sensational evening.
3: Wait, bad. Don't say good night yet. There's something I gotta tell you.
1: Simon, stop eating that swyback. What did you want to tell me?
3: I love you, Babs. I love you, Manly. <laughs>
1: oh, Simon, be serious.
3: I am serious. I never said that to any other woman except my mother.
1: Well, I've got to go in now, Simon.
3: Wait. Woman of my dreams. Let me come in for a while.
1: Oh, no, you can't. Daddy and Mother will be home from the movie at a quarter to twelve.
3: Well, it's only eleven-thirty. That gives us fifteen minutes together. Time for two games of dominoes. <laughs> Say you'll play with me.
1: Oh, all right, you can come in, but just for a minute.
3: Ah, this precious moment. Kiss me, Babs.
1: I will not.
3: Let's live dangerously.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Simon, what's gotten into you lately? You've changed.
3: I know. All my life I was like the yearling, shy, timid, and gentle. Then you came along and wham, I'm the beast with five fingers.
1: Simon, you better go home.
3: I want to marry you, Babs. I love you.
1: Stop saying you love me.
3: Marry me and I'll stop saying it.
1: (laughs) After all,
3: I've got a good job now on the newspaper.
1: Oh, you're just a copy boy.
3: But I'll get ahead. I made friends with Dorothy Fairchild, the love expert. I'm practically her assistant.
1: Oh, Simon, what do you know about love? What do I?
3: Come here, Babs.
1: Oh, now behave yourself. It's Daddy. I'm not
3: afraid of you, Father. I love you, and I'm willing to fight for my love.
1: Now, let me handle this, thank you. My father. Where will I hide? Oh. oh, no. No, not in the kitchen. Oh, in here, then. Oh, no. Simon, come out that Daddy's bedroom.
2: Well, where is he?
1: Oh, where's who, Daddy? You know
2: who? That 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 couch slouch, Simon.
4: <laughs> I know
2: he's here. I can smell the scent in the air.
1: Oh, <laughs> calm down, Riley. You can see he's not here. Uh,
2: it's lucky for him he's gone. If I ever catch him around here again, oh, relax.
1: I'll. Relax, will you? Come on in the kitchen. I'll make some coffee. Yes, go on, Daddy. Have some nice coffee. Stop
2: pushing me, Dad. I don't want coffee. That Simon's made me a nervous wretch. I'm going to bed.
1: Oh no, you mustn't!
2: What do you mean, I mustn't?
1: Uh, oh, nothing. I just mean, well, I I thought we could talk.
2: I've got only one thing to say to you, young lady, and that's about boys, and I can say it in two words: watch out.
1: <laughs> oh, go to sleep. I'm going. Good night. But Daddy, I... bad dear, what's the matter? Oh, Mother, I...
2: Peg, where's the top of my pajamas?
1: In your bureau.
2: Oh, good night.
1: Sandy, something's wrong now. I can tell. Oh, Mother, it's...
2: Why ain't there no buttons on my pajama coat? (laughs) Look, not one
1: single button. They don't come with buttons. It's the pullover kind.
2: Excuses. Always excuses. Well, good (gasps) night.
1: Oh, Daddy, wait! Mother, listen.
4: Simon...
2: And another thing. Whoever makes the bed, why don't they make it correct? It's full of lumps. (laughs)
1: Riley, will you please go to bed? Oh, good night. Mother, listen, I better tell you. Help! Help! Hey, Riley, what on earth?
2: Save me. There's a man under my bed.
1: What? <laughs> well,
2: good night, all. It's not a man. It's Simon. <laughs> Simon. Now, wait, Mr. Riley. Simon, get out of this house.
3: <laughs> but dump
1: anymore, Riley. From now on, Simon can visit as often as Babs wants him but, to. But, And I... that's final.
3: Well, Pop, looks like we're going to see
2: a lot of Simon. Uh, that's the trouble with being the boss of the house. No one else admits it. Must be some way I can get rid of that, Simon. I wish somebody could advise me what to... What... Oh, of course. Junior, take this pencil and paper. What for? Start writing. Dear Dorothy Fairchild, this is very... Wor- very worried father and I need more help. Like I told you, this pest keeps pestering my daughter and wasting her time when she should be studying. And besides, he's old saying how he wants to marry her.
4: Why,
3: Simon, what are you doing here? Babs, Babs, listen, I got great news. It's the most wonderful thing that's happened. Well, oh,
1: what happened?
3: I am now Dorothy Fairchild. What? For two weeks while she's on vacation. The feature editor said I can write her column all by myself.
1: Oh, that's wonderful, Simon. The editor must think a lot of you. <laughs>
3: yes, sir. He looked at me this morning and said, there's the man to be Dorothy Fairchild. You see, he liked an idea I gave him for the Sunday feature page.
1: Oh, what was that?
3: An article on modern marriage with pictures in three parts. The wedding, the honeymoon, and the first baby.
1: Oh, it sounds super but will you be able to be Dorothy Fairchild by yourself?: <laughs> sure, it's easy.
3: Look, I've already answered my first letter. It'll be in tonight's paper. Listen. Dear, very worried father, I am glad that you wrote me about this pest who is wasting your daughter's time. And in my opinion, this horrible situation calls
2: And in my opinion, this horrible situation calls for action. This young suitor is obviously a
3: cart. Cat
2: kid. And when he talks about marrying your daughter, he is no doubt trying to deceive you. You hear that, Junior? I always said that Simon is trying to pull the wool out of my eyes.
4: <laughs> well, read
2: the rest of the answer. Uh, yeah, well, where was I? Uh, there is only one thing to do. call his bluff. Suggest that the time has come for him to marry your daughter. Being the cad he is, he'll refuse, of course. And that'll best you'll ever see of him. Boy, what an idea.
1: Oh, Pop, you're not going to do what she says. Why, certainly
2: He don't want to marry Babs. Tomorrow night, I'm inviting Simon to supper. And when I offer him Babs' hand, he'll realize he's bitten off more than he can chew. (laughs)
1: understand you. First you throw Simon out, now you invite him to supper. What are you up to anyway?
2: (laughs) Never mind, you'll see.
1: Daddy, you're not going to make a scene. Don't
2: worry, I'm going to treat him like one of the family.
1: (laughs) Well, it's very suspicious, this sudden change. You've treated him so shameful.
2: Yeah, I know, I treated him like an outlaw, but tonight I'm going to treat him like an (laughs) (laughs) in-law.
1: Riley, I don't like
2: this. That's Simon. Now remember, be nice to him for a change.
1: Well, of all the...
2: Well, 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 Simon, darling... Good evening. Thanks. Come in, my boy. Is it all right? Well, sure. Don't be afraid. I won't bite you. Well... If I do, you bite me back.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: there. Now, let's get comfortable. Abed, uh, Babs, you sit there. Peg, you here. Simon, here. And I'll stand here in front of the door.
1: Finally, what's this all
2: about? I'm coming to it. Simon, just what are your intentions in coming here? To eat dinner. <laughs> I ain't talking about your stomach. I'm referring to your heart.
1: Oh, Riley, what is this? Daddy, if this is some kind Please,
2: of Please, don't interrupt. Well, Simon, what are your intentions for the
3: future? Oh, I see what you mean. Well, I have only one aim, and that is to be happy. I ain't talking about being happy. I'm talking about being married.
4: <laughs>
2: married? Simon, you're always saying how you want to marry bed. Well, now's your chance to do it.
1: Daddy. For heaven's sake.
4: Quiet, I...
2: Babs. This is no concern of yours.
4: <laughs>
1: Riley,
2: what on earth are you? Well, Simon, I'm waiting for your answer. Are you going to marry this lovely girl, yes or no? Oh, gosh, you I mean me and Babs? You get married? Me and Babs? Stop stalling, yes or no? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh huh, just as I thought. He's back. Good.
4: Uh... Uh...
3: Uh...
2: Did you say yes? Oh, yes.
3: Oh, you made me the happiest boy in the world. Dad. (laughs) Dad. Simon. And I want you to call me son. Son, get out of this house!
0: Of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, Riley has been writing to Dorothy Fairchild, the love expert of the local newspaper, for advice on how to get rid of Babs's boyfriend Simon. But Riley doesn't know that the Dorothy Fairchild column is now actually being ghostwritten by Simon.
1: Well, good night, Mother. Good night, night, night Dad. Just
2: a minute, Babs. Where are you going? She's got
3: a day with Simon. Oh,
1: pipe down, Junior.
2: So Sneaking out behind my back to see Simon, huh? I forbid it.
1: But, Daddy, last night you said...
2: Forget what I said. Now listen to what I have to say. A young girl has got to be careful. That Simon is up to no good. He wants to marry you.
1: Oh, right. (laughs) This has gone far enough. You're not going to drive all of us crazy. Oh,
2: so now I'm crazy.
4: Well,
1: look at the way you've acted One day you throw Simon out of the house The next day you try and force him to marry Bab And now you won't let her see him Is that normal?
2: I'm busy trying to be a good father I ain't got time to be normal
1: <laughs> Go on, Bab, dear, run along oh, Good night Now wait, Bab. I forbid it You can but... forbid it all you want, but it won't do you any good From now on, I'll decide what's good for Bab. Good night
2: That woman. I got a good mind to knock her teeth out.
3: Well, Pod, you shouldn't talk that way about Mom.
2: I don't mean your mother, I mean Dorothy Fairchild. She got me into this mess. Oh,
3: why blame her? Maybe you
2: didn't explain things right in your letter. Oh, yeah, that might be. After all, she's a pretty smart cookie. Junior, take a letter. Dear Dot.
3: Go on, read it, Pop.
2: Dear, very worried father. From what you tell me in your letter, I would say the situation is extremely dangerous. You hear that, Junior? Uh, read the rest. I have tried to place myself in the position of this unscrupulous young man who is in love with your daughter. I asked myself, what would I do if an irate father tried to stop me from seeing his daughter? And last night it came to me. Elope, Junior. She says they'll elope.
1: Oh, boy. Now I can move into Babs's room.
2: So be on your guard Keep your eyes open Watch your daughter like a hawk oh,
3: Gee, Pop She makes it sound serious It is serious They're
2: liable to do it The young fools But I'll outsmart them Remember, there's no fool like an old
3: fool <laughs> And this is called the city room, Dad This is my desk over here See the sign? Dorothy Fairchild oh
1: for Simon. I've always wanted to see a big newspaper offer.
3: Ah, see that man coming toward us? That's the feature editor, Mr. Leroy. He thinks quite a lot of me. And
2: a hopper, you idiot!
3: What are you doing here? They're waiting for you down at the hotel. (laughs) Me, sir? The
2: photographer just called from the bridal suite. He wants to know where the models are. Models? Yes, models. The bride and groom for the story on modern marriage. Don't tell me you've forgotten.
3: Oh. Oh, oh. It's today. You lumpy.
2: You miserable
4: nincompoop You peanut-brained baboon
3: You... Babs, you you... better go before he gets angry
2: Well, what are you going to
3: do now?
4: Where are
2: you going to get models on a Saturday afternoon?
3: Well, I could be the groom
2: But what about a girl? We need a
1: pretty girl
3: Babs, you go home. I have to find a pretty girl Wait a minute. What about you, miss?
1: Me? Why, I don't know anything You don't have
3: to. Just look pretty
2: there's ten bucks in it for you, okay?
1: Oh, yes, I'd love to. Get over to
2: the bridal suite of the Hotel Emerson right away. Pick up a tux and a bridal gown at the costumer. Yes, sir. And remember, Van the Hopper, I want three shots. The wedding, the honeymoon, and the
3: first baby. You get it? Uh, I've got it. The honeymoon, the first baby, and the wedding.
2: They'll never get away with it. Elope, will they? Over my dead body.
5: Oh, there, Riley. Going my way? (laughs) Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. You look pretty good yourself, Digger. Getting fat. Ah, yes. In my profession, you pick up a lot of weight. <laughs> Riley, why didn't you tell me the news? Tell you what, Tigger. Come, come, Riley. I'm used to having some people give me the silent treatment, but I never expected it from you. Well, what are you talking about? A half hour ago, I was in the Hotel Emerson to attend the meeting of the UEPPHC. U-E-P-P-H-C. Yes, the Undertaker's, Embalmers, and Fall Bearers Permanent Housing Committee. (laughs) We lobby for housing projects. Our motto is, fill every vacant lot with people. Well,
2: that's fine, but what's all this got to do with me?
5: While I was in the hotel, who should I see but your dear daughter? Babs. And that likable lad, Simon. Simon In full wedding regalia Digger, they were... Yes, being escorted into the bridal suite Oh, I'm so happy for you (laughs) Oh, Digger, they did it They did it Steady, man I don't like the way you look Better come over to my shop and stretch out (laughs) You don't understand, Digger They eloped Oh, you poor man I know how you feel Last year, my assistant took my business vehicle and he looked to Niagara Falls with my daughter, Brunhilde. Oh, that's terrible. It was indeed. They forgot that in the rear of my business vehicle was old man Fendel Kraut. <laughs> Imagine my embarrassment when people came around to see old man Fendel Kraut, and I had to tell them he's on a honeymoon. <laughs> honeymoon. They're so gay. Oh, Digger, I don't know what to do, my little bad Well, don't stand there, man. Go after them. It may not be too late.
2: You're right. I'd better get my wife and beat it down to that hotel. Just wait till I get hold of that Simon.
5: I'll straighten him out. Oops, that reminds me. I have an appointment. (laughs) Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off.
3: Gosh, Babs, you look beautiful in that wedding dress.
1: Oh, thank you, Simon.
5: I wish this was for real.
1: Oh, Simon, relax.
5: All right, now, let's get the picture. Hold that pose now. That's it. Now change those outfits, and I'll take the honeymoon shot.
3: Hey, what about the baby for the baby picture?
5: Oh, the agency said they're sending one over. Should be here by now. I'll go down in the lobby and take a look. Gosh, Babs, isn't this fun?
1: Oh, I'm crazy about modeling. When I get out of school, I think I'll put Ronnie. It isn't possible. are.
2: Now, will you believe me?
1: Daddy? Mother? Babs? Dad. Simon? What?
2: Hello, folks. <laughs> oh, Babsy,
3: my little girl. Tell me, am I in time? You missed the wedding, Mr. Riley, but you're just in time for the honeymoon.
1: Oh, Peg,
3: we're too late.
1: Now, wait a minute, Riley. There's Daddy. Daddy, how did you find out? We didn't tell anybody.
3: Why, you. You won't get away with this, Simon. I'll. Now, get... don't get excited, Mr. Riley. It's just a stunt.
2: A stunt? Take your head. That? That's all it is to him—a stunt.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, Mister Riley. I had to work fast, and Babs was the only girl around. All right? You. I'll fix you later. Babs, you're coming home with me. Oh no, I, Daddy! I... She
2: can't go now. Wait till after the honeymoon. There ain't gonna be any honeymoon.
1: Riley, I... wait.
5: Okay, Vanderhopper. Here's your baby. <laughs>
2: Do. What did you do?
1: Oh, Riley, calm down! Don't you come on this... now,
5: come on now, clear the room. This baby's got to go back to the agency in thirty minutes. Take your hands off
2: that baby. That baby's going home with his grandpa.
4: <laughs>
2: no matter what, you... wait a minute. You just got married. I'm having this baby, you know. Wait a minute! You didn't elope? (laughs) No. You ain't married?
1: Of course not.
2: This ain't my grandchild?
1: How could it be?
2: What a revolting development this (laughs) is! (laughs) Look, Simon. I understand everything about the pictures for the marriage story, but what have you got to do with the newspaper?
3: Oh, didn't I tell you? I'm Dorothy Fairchild. (laughs) You're Dorothy Fairchild? That's right.
2: You... You write all those letters to worried father?
3: Yeah. Some dope writes me every day. (laughs) You're Dorothy Fetcher. Yeah. I thought you'd get a kick out of it.
2: Oh no. You're gonna get the kick out of it. <laughs> Dorothy, get out of this house! <laughs>
0: speaking, the life of Riley has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.